You are listening to the Confidence Chronicles podcast, episode number 34. Hola, hola. It's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start reclaiming your confidence. Start standing in your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. I am here to remind you I'm a confidence coach and I'm a bold stand for confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, what's happening? We are here again. As always, I'm fucking pumped, but extra today. Let me tell you because first and foremost, I have recently discovered that I am having a love affair with yoga. (laughs) Um, I've never been a yoga or yogi kind of person because I don't know. I just, I did it once. It was cool. It was all right. Um, But recently, especially this year, I am committed to doing something for myself, for my mindset, something. And I was looking for something to do. I was like, I wish I could dance more, but the dance schedule where we live and the classes and all that didn't work. Um, I'm not really into any other like sports kind of things. I've been doing the gym, which is great. That's fine. I'm like, what is it that I need to do? What can I go do for myself that I'm going to enjoy? And I said to my husband, because he's a meditation teacher and holistic you know, personal trainer and we run a gym in in Melbourne. And so he does meditation workshops every Saturday morning. If you're in Melbourne, please come. They're free. And he's amazing. He's amazing at being mindful. He's amazing at managing his mind. I am not so amazing at it. It is something that I know I need to work harder at. Hence why I harp on about it to you guys, because I'm like, man, when I do it, I feel amazing. And it's like, well, I need to do more of that. And so probably you do too. So slowing down the mind, going within. Anyway, I checked out this yoga place that just was sexy as hell, you know, on the corner of where we live in some roundabout area nearby. And I'm like, that place looks awesome. And anyway, I checked it out online. They had this thing called yin yoga. And yin is like the opposite of yang, which is like calm, chilled, inner, feminine, relax. You know, I am fucking yang to the extreme, like super yang. (laughs) And my husband is yin. So that works really well for us. And our retreat is actually about the yin and the yang and how you need both for balance. But long story short, I found this place. I found yin yoga. I literally went to yoga uh, on a Sunday morning at 11 a.m. My husband dropped me off. The kids were sleeping in the car. He went and drove with them. And literally when I got in that fucking room, you guys, I sat on the ground and I just started fucking bawling. I literally was having a holy shit breakthrough breakdown in that yoga space people probably thought what the hell's wrong with this lady but because I don't give a fuck what people think it was awesome (laughs) he lit some palo santo which is like a beautiful smelling sage that clears energy and I lost it even more I just cried my ass off because what it meant for me was shit Erica you are slowing down you're giving yourself time you are this is your mindfulness time because yin yoga is like he he says the guy who does it who's lovely he's like it's a um what did he say? He's like, it's a supervised nap. Like you're going to take a nap and I'm going to supervise you, which is hilarious because you're very relaxed. You're doing light stretches. You're moving around, you know, very light, very easy. And a lot of breathing and being in your body, not in your head, in your body. And I just fucking loved everything about it. I left there because I had shed so much emotionally. I cried so much in that session just for myself. I thanked my body, which I have not done 
I don't, I can't remember the time when I thanked my whole body. I mean, I'm talking fingers, my boobs, my legs, my fucking ass, everything. I thanked every part of my body for holding me, for being with me. Like, think of your body as like external, like people. You know, your boobs are one thing, your legs are something, your arms have feelings and emotions, and they are a, a, a living thing. And here we are talking shit about our body and how fat we are, how ugly we are. We hate our nose. We hate our this. Like, this is how disease gets created. I send a lot of fucking hate to my boobs because they're huge. And I'm like, I can't wait to cut them off. Like, by the way, I'm doing that this year. I am going to get my boobs done. Um, I'll tell you that story later. But I want to get them off. Like, they're huge. They fed babies. I'm almost done breastfeeding. And then I'm ready to take them off and just have little tiny boobs. I can't wait because it's heavy and it's just full on. But I've been doing it in a way where I'm not appreciating my breasts. I'm not appreciating them. I'm like, oh, cut these shits off. I just want to get rid of them. And if my breasts are listening, which they are, and everything is energy, which it is, how, how am I, like, that is not the right way to treat my body. And that's how fucking cancers and disease, dis-ease in the body work, you know, and illness works. If you're sick in your body, send it love, not hate. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, this is a massive thing for me. And this morning I went to a 6 a.m. class, hence my long ass intro about how amazing this has been for me. And why I tell you this is I found a way to be able to do meditation and movement and mindfulness and be in my body and out of my mind and do something for me that's going to fulfill me and fill me the fuck up and calm me the fuck down so that I can be the best mother, the best wife, the best coach to you guys, you know, so that I can be good because you need help. Everybody needs help. So this is my shit now. I have found my center. This is my new practice. Um, I'm obsessed with yin, like to the extreme, but I actually started doing the vinyasa flow, like the regular yoga that's harder. And I went this morning at 6 a.m. So I am fucking on fuego, which means fire. I am pumped. I'm excited. Estoy bien feliz para hablar con ustedes hoy en el podcast. Because, yeah, I'm wrapped. Anyway, last night I also got a beautiful letter from, her name is K-R-E-T-E. I'm going to call that Crete. I'm sorry if that's not the right way. If it's Crete, uh, that sounds nice too. But sister, thank you for the letter. She sent me a letter that she created and sent it via email. And I cried and it was beautiful. This beautiful long letter. She's from Finland. Um, Finland. I live in Australia. I'm American. I'm just like, what the fuck? When I got this letter, I just about fell over in bed. So I went to bed with this beautiful vibe, woke up with yoga, and now I'm here talking to you. Could my life get any fucking better, honestly? And we got four more spaces for the retreat. Somebody booked the retreat yesterday. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really in full-on gratitude. So I just want you all to know that I love you so damn much. And today's podcast episode is a good one because it's all about perception. And now I'm going to explain things like perception or conscious or subconscious when I talk about shit like that because I didn't know what the fuck any of these words meant. So I'm going to pretend you don't know. Even if you know, I'm just letting you know what I see it as because sometimes there's these really spiritual terms and really funky ass things that you feel stupid that you don't know and you shouldn't feel stupid in case you do feel stupid because I'm going to explain it to you a la extreme so that you get it. So perception is basically how you see things, right? The way you perceive things to be, the way you see things to be. Perception is in fact, right? You could say to me, oh, Erica, that girl doesn't like me. You know, well, that's what you think, but you don't have it as a fact that you know for sure that she doesn't like you. That's your opinion. That's you perceiving her through you. Does that make sense? 
So why is perception everything? Because in the work of in the work that I do, especially in coaching work, life, thoughts, mindset, the way you think, the way you feel, the way you act, your results, your behavior, all of it, perception is huge because you have a choice. And if you listen to the practice of confidence, which is episode one, I go through it. And the first C in the five C's of confidence is choice. Because first and foremost, you have a choice as to what you want to think. You have a choice as to how you want to feel. You have a choice about all of this stuff. And it feels like it's not a choice. It feels like it just happens. But I really want you to know that it is a conscious choice that you can make and that you are making, whether it's consciously or not. But it is a choice. Now, here's the crazy thing about perception. I'm going to take it back a bit. One of my mentors explained something to me, and I think it's an NLP technique, and I really love it. And basically, here's how it works. There are 2 million bits of information coming at you at once. So light, sound, visuals, image, taste, touch, feel. There's so many things around us in one given moment, 2 million bits of information that your brain and that you and your system are able to take in. The problem is you can't take in 2 million bits, right? You only take in at one given time, 134 bits of information. So now the question is, what 134 out of the 2 million bits you can take, do you take? Meaning, when I run a workshop, I run my masterclass, someone comes to it, I talk a lot in that masterclass. You may come and you may like get that, you know, fuck what other people think, and that may stick out to you because that's what you need. Someone else may come and she may get the whole people-pleasing, or someone else may come and they might get the be more confident. You know, depending on who you are and where you're at with your perception and your life and your filters and the bits of information you took in, you will get what you get. And someone else will get something different. Does that make sense? So perception is everything because here's how it works. All of this information is coming at you. You take in the information you take in. And the information you take in depends on your filters, right? And I don't want to get too fucking nerdy at you. But here's what it's like. Your background. Your past. The way you see the world. Your fucking upbringing. Your parents. Your beliefs. Your religion. Your, you know, ritualistic stuff. Um, your zero to seven, your zero to seven is huge. When you were born till you were seven, that's the imprint phase. So anything that happened to you in that time frame, a lot of the trauma that happens to us under seven literally creates who we are and the beliefs that we believe and the things we want to think and the phobias that we have literally like this is for sure. Because as a kid, you're not, you're not conscious like you are as an adult. You're almost like in, you're in like theta brainwaves, which is like imagination world. That's why kids make fucking mud pies and pretend to have tea and there's no cups. You know what I'm saying? Like we are in hypnosis. We are easily influenced and able to be hypnotized when we're in those brainwaves, when we're under seven. So what happens to us at five, at six, at seven, sometimes even eight years old, we remember and it really imprints on us hugely. So your filtering system is going to depend on all of that stuff. So I'll give you an example so you can understand this in the real world. My, my mentor used to say, you drive by a massive building and maybe your eyes catch that at the bottom of the building, there's a beautiful coffee shop because you love coffee and you're from Melbourne and you're like, oh, look at that amazing coffee shop. Maybe I drive by and I love clothing and I catch that next door, there's a clothing shop and I'm like, oh my God, those dresses look amazing. Somebody who's into property development drives by and they go, fuck, that building's amazing. I could build apartments on top of that and that could make me $400,000 if I built four stories on top of that apartment block. Make sense? So our awareness and what we're paying attention to is perceived through who we are and how we are through our filters. 
So why does this fucking matter? Because everything in the world that's happening to you is perceived through your eyes, right? Wayne Dyer, I love him. Y'all know I talk about him a lot on the podcast. Bless his soul. He's my spirit animal. Even though he's technically passed away, he's still around. Uh, I love you, Wayne. He talks about, he's amazing. He talks so much about like how we have a choice as to how we want to see things and how we perceive things. And there was a story that he had that a woman asked him, and I may have already said this in the podcast, but a woman asked him, Hey, um, let's say you're moving to Melbourne. She said, Hey Wayne, you know, I'm moving to Melbourne and I want to know how are the people in Melbourne? And he said, well, Erica, where do you live? I live in Sydney. Awesome. How are the people in Sydney? And she goes, Oh, they're fucking shit. They're all assholes and they're rude as hell. And everybody in Sydney's rude. And then he goes, Oh, well, Erica, sorry, but everybody in Melbourne are assholes and they're rude as well. And why does he say this to her? Not because it's true, but because if she thinks everybody where she lives is a bunch of fucking assholes, it's not the fucking people. It's not where she lives. No matter where that lady lives, she's going to see a bunch of assholes because that's her perception. That's what she's choosing to see. Does that make sense? We're going to keep going. Don't you worry. I recently came up up against this with a few clients, uh, social media and cell phone usage. So your mobile phone and social media. So many of you are fucking judgmental to yourself and others about the fucking phone. And you're, and you're guilting yourself that you shouldn't be air quotes on your phone and that you should do this and you're getting anxiety on your phone because you feel like you can't be without it or you feel bad that you feel like you can't be without it or you feel like you can't stand it because your husband's on it or your kids are on it or whatever. Listen to me. Our old school perception of the mobile phone must change. You must shift your view of how you used to see the phone. Gary Vee talks about it a lot. And as, as crazy as Gary Vee is, and he doesn't play, he's hustling for the rest of his life, which I, I don't think is healthy. I do agree with him in regards to the phone. I used to, my Ham, Hamish, my husband and I used to judge parents before we were parents, mind you. <laughs> and when you don't have kids and you're about to have a kid, you think you know shit, you don't know shit. Let me just straight up tell you that until you have kids. So we used to judge parents that had their, their kids having their phone. And we'd be like, oh my God, that's horrible. They're not connecting. Now I'm like, here's the fucking Minions game. Do you want to watch Blippi? Here you go. Why? Not because I'm an asshole parent. I don't want to connect with my kid. But I know my son better than anybody. And when me and my husband are out for dinner and our kid is with us, which rarely happens, but when he is, for him to sit down and eat his food, sometimes we will put fucking Blippy, we will put a cartoon, we will put Pepper Pig in Spanish, whatever we need to do. Why? Because I know it's going to give me a break. And I don't give a fuck what people think about me. It's my business. Mind your shit, you know? Most of us give a fuck because we're judging people. And I already talked about this in another podcast episode, right? Um, how to stop giving a fuck what people think about you, part one, which is all about judgment. And I'm telling you right the fuck now, your phone change the way you see your phone. I'm not saying be on your fucking phone and don't connect with your kids and family. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is your phone's not your phone anymore, honey. Your phone is now your bank. Your phone, my phone is my business. My phone is my e-commerce. I sell products from my phone. I book events from my phone. Does that make sense? Um, I record my podcast on my phone. My phone is my podcast. Some phones are people's blogs. Some phones are people's, you know, connection to the other side of the world where their family lives. Some phones are a wallet. Like, let's stop seeing the phone as a mobile phone that we text and social. That's it. I'm telling you, if you have a business, social media is not social now. It is a fucking business. 
Yeah, you're social, but they're your clients. And I love, love, love to give to my clients. I love to talk to my clients. I love to massage the relationship. I love to help people marinate on the work through my phone. My phone is where I educate myself and listen to audiobooks. My phone is where I educate others and record videos for them. Like, your phone is not just your fucking phone. So stop guilting yourself about being on your phone. If you think you got a problem, of course, sort that shit out, right? But I think the biggest problem is your perception as to how you shouldn't be air quotes on your phone. Remember, it's not a phone. My in-laws don't like us on our phone. They don't understand that literally the reason why we make money and literally the reason why everything is happening, us finding a nanny, us finding work, us getting clients, it's on that fucking phone. They just think we're being rude and disrespectful and being on our phone. That's okay. I'm going to let them be wrong about me. I don't care. That's fine. I know what I'm doing. If you're okay with people to get you wrong because they're going to get you wrong, do you. And, and don't get yourself wrong. You know, if you feel like you got an addiction to your phone, cool. Check yourself. How do you know by how you feel? Check in with how you feel. Do you feel guilty? Do you feel shame? Who's giving you that guilt and shame? How are you allowing that into your world? Or are you doing it to yourself? And if you are, can you fucking stop? Yes, you can. Because maybe your perception about your phone needs a bit of shifting. Make sense? Maybe your perception about, oh, it's raining today. What a shit day. Is it a shit day because it's raining? Or is it a beautiful day because we need rain? And in the rain, more shit can grow. You know what I'm saying? Like really watching our perception on things. And I think the phone thing is huge. It came up quite a bit for us, especially my clients recently. Because I love social media. I'm doing an episode called, Is Social Media Killing Your Confidence? That I think it's next. And it's not, by the way. Let me just go ahead and spoiler alert. But we're going to go deep into that in the next episode. So your perception is huge because if you look at things with your filter, I want you to pretend that you're watching a movie and I'm watching a movie. It's the same movie, right? So you watch The Lion King and I watch The Lion King. I don't know why that came up, but that came up, (laughs) right? And I'm like, oh my God, this movie is so sad. It makes me so sad. I can't watch it. It's just so sad. And you watch it and you're like, I fucking love The Lion King. This movie makes me so happy. I just love it. It's such a beautiful movie, right? It's, I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. Who's right or wrong? Nobody. It's just my perception and how I'm choosing to see it. Maybe my filtering is coming from a sad space. Maybe my filtering is coming because I was a foster kid and the, the, the baby's lost his dad and that's so sad because there's no dad now. I don't know. I'm twisting it with my life experience because I'm choosing to. And here's the thing where perception, if you, if you learn about yourself and you gain awareness about yourself and you do the work on yourself, you can choose how you want to see things. And I think it's Wayne Dyer. I don't know if it's him. Somebody has a quote. I use this quote in every single workshop or, or speaking um, arrangement that I do. Whenever I'm talking to groups of people, it's so amazing. The quote is this, you don't see things as they are. You see them as you are. So when you negate someone, when you judge someone, when you frame someone as an asshole, I want you to imagine my husband was going to walk in the door and I said, Hey, you guys, my husband's going to come in the door. He's so fucking lovely and amazing. He's beautiful. He's spiritual. He's a gentle soul. You can tell him anything you want. And then here comes Hamish. You guys are looking at him through the lens, through the eyes, through the frame that I created for him versus I go, uh, I'm my ex-husband is going to walk in the door. He's a fucking asshole. Watch your wallet. He's dodgy as hell. He's an asshole. Okay. Oh, hi Hamish. And he walks in and instantly you are already judging him. You're already thinking he's dodgy. You're holding your wallet. Does that make sense? Because I have framed him for you. 
this happens in girlfriend groups. This happens in friendships. This happens a lot where you go, oh, this girl did this to me. I don't really like her. I can't believe she did this. And maybe your friend has no relation with this woman. And all of a sudden your friend doesn't like her either. And this woman has never talked to your friend or done anything to your friend. And you, like, I don't know if this has happened to you before, but this has happened to me before in my past. Then I've like, I've taken the hate from my friend for this person that I don't even fucking know. And you don't know, right? It's your friend's perception of her. And there are two there are two sides to every story, right? And it takes two to tango. So it's a co-creation when you're in a, in a relationship or friendship with anyone where you think someone's wrong. Well, they think you're wrong. So who's really wrong? It's just a shift of perception. So you don't see things as they are. You see them as you are. One of my, one of my most amazing coaches, Soul Sisters, Tanja, had said to me, she does this beautiful exercise, and she basically says, everybody that you love and that you want to be like, you're already like them. You are them. And people trip out. They're like, no, that can't be true. Like, I love Oprah. I love Tony Robbins. I probably love Tony Robbins more than anybody. Like, I love his energy. I love his vibe. I love his work. And I, there used to be a time where I was like, I can't be like Tony Robbins. Like, he's amazing. Like, oh, my God, look what he's doing. I was comparing myself to Tony Robbins. I don't have his money. I don't do his events. I'm not doing this coaching work. This was before I was a coach. I really loved him and felt connected to Tony Robbins. And here's the thing. You can't see it unless you got it. You know what I'm saying? So I talk about this in my masterclass. You know, if, if you think Tony Robbins is amazing or you think Oprah is amazing, what are the things you think about her that are amazing? She's inspiring. She's raw. She's real. She helps people. She's caring. She's loving. Whatever you say about Oprah or whoever you look up to, you are that as well. And people go to me, no, Erica, come on, please don't be ridiculous. I'm not like Oprah. Come on, please. And I'm like, honey, you are. You are exactly like her because here's the thing. You wouldn't be able to spot that. You wouldn't be able to see it in her if you didn't already have it in you. And that's a fact, 100%. Because you can't see what you don't got. The only reason you can see it is because you got it. And there's a, there's a coaching thing. People say if you spot it, you got it. Same goes to shit that you don't like. If you've got a friend who's a bitch and you can't stand her and you're like, she's so fucking rah, 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 rah. I hate her. I can't stand her. If she charges you up, it's because you also have that inside of you. Where have you been a bitch? Where have you been wrong? Where have you been judgmental in your life? That's why these people piss you off and trigger you because internally you have the same thing. And if the minute you tell yourself you don't, your fucking ego has jumped in and manipulated your mind because it's not true. You have everything. You have the good, the bad, the ugly. You have it all. Even if you're not it right now, there's been a time in your life where you were. Does that make sense? So whenever I get pissed off at my mom, I'm like, oh, she's me. Okay, that's me. Whenever I think my friend's not being a good communicator, I'm like, where have I not communicated? Okay. Whenever I think somebody I follow on social media is being a wanker or whatever, I'm like, cool, where have I been a wanker? And I find a fucking time where I have been because that shit straight away fixes it for me. I'm like, oh, okay, let it go, girl. And it is the best. It's the hardest, but the best exercise to check your fucking self. And also in the good. Yeah, I'm like Oprah. I'm inspiring. Yeah, I'm like Tony Robbins. I want to help people. I'm changing the world. Yep, on a smaller scale, I have the qualities that Tony Robbins has and Oprah has. And anybody else that I look up to for that matter. And you too. You too. It's our perception. It's the way that we choose to see things. And I'm telling you, another quote. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And that is Wayne as well. That one for sure is Wayne. The other one, I don't know if that's Wayne. I'll let you know. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll check it out. But that one for sure. When you change the way you look at things, when you change the way you look at things, 
the things you look at change. Y'all, mic fucking drop. That is the freaking truth and a half right there. And I can tell you that it doesn't happen overnight, but from you working on yourself, from you just working through this podcast, the feedback I'm getting is shit's already changing for you. And that's awesome because that means you're already becoming aware. You're already noticing things. You're like, you know what? I used to get angry with this and now I'm not. And now I can see this and now I'm researching that and shit's actually changing. And you will start to change your perception of things. You maybe used to say that, you know, uh, women are bitchy or women are catty. That's a perception. And now you may think, you know what? Women are not bitchy or catty. Some people are bitchy and catty, but not women. That's not true. You may start to shift your perception on how you think things are. It's hard to come by money. You know what? It's actually not hard to come by money. My experience has been that it was, but that's not true. You get me? So your perception, the way you choose to see things, you can shift that as you shift yourself. As you change and you grow, the way you see things changes and grows. You may have thought things were an obstacle and hard work, and now you see them as an opportunity. You may have thought it was sad or bad when something bad, air quotes, happened to you. Now you might go, oh, there's a fucking gift in this shit present. There's a gift in this bad thing happening because I know I'm going to grow. Today's yoga class, um, yoga people aren't very like God people. They're very like spirit and soul and all of that universe. And so the lady in yoga said to me today, or not to me, to us, that she has been really ill. Her health has not been well. And this chick looks amazing. So your perception of her would be, what an amazing, beautiful body, healthy, gorgeous woman. I wish I was that skinny. I can hear some of y'all saying that. And she has not been well physically, right? So she said to us that she, her doctor was, a, I think, an Indian guru or Ayurvedic doctor, someone from another country. And he said, in my religion... We think that God never gives you anything that you can't handle. And to her, that was like beautiful. She thought, wow, that's amazing. She's not a religious girl. She's not a God person. But for this guy, her her doctor or her caretaker to tell her that is huge. And she left us with that. And I always, I believe that. I believe that since I was a kid. You know, I never used to believe it when bad things would happen. And then when I was 12 years old, I was like, yep, this is for real. You know, I can never get anything that I can't overcome. And that's a really great perception to have when you have trouble in your life, when someone passes away. Because we know guaranteed, as soon as we know that we are living, you know guaranteed you're going to die. We don't know when, but like birth is a mystery, death is a mystery. But we know we're going to die. That's for fucking sure. There's no mystery that will you or won't you. It's just how and when. But we still fight it. The perception of death is sad, horrible. We got to mourn. We got to be upset. We got to wear black. We got to be, you know, there's some fucking religious perceptions that people have out there. Oh, if you have tattoos, it's not good. You're going to go to hell. Oh, if you swear this is going to happen. Oh, if you're from this background and you don't wear black for 50 days when someone dies, you don't care. That's a religious perception. So just my invitation from this episode and why I wanted to do it was because so much can happen in our world and so much does happen. And I want you to know my love that you have a choice as to how you want to think. You have a choice as to how you want to think, how you want to perceive things. You have a choice as to what you make things mean. You have a choice as to what you do with the information that you receive. You have a choice on how you want to feel, think, act, do, receive, create, fucking, you have a choice, all of that. You cannot control other people. You cannot control the past. You cannot control what people think about you, but you can control what you think and what you feel and how you act, your behavior and your fucking results. And that's a lot to control. 
So check your perceptions, my darling. Thank you so much for the fucking love. If you have been seeing the post about the retreat and you think you want to come, doesn't matter where you live in the world, the retreat is going to be in Ubud, Bali, which is a fucking spiritual, sacred place in Bali. Gorgeous, divine place. Uh, it's 3800 for the retreat, Australian dollars. You just need a $500 Australian dollar deposit if you want to come. We have four spaces left. Literally, this shit... I just launched this, okay? And it's four spaces left, and we're still in January. It's happening in July. I'm trying to get two more openings, but we're, we're checking it out with the venue. Four spaces. It is for men and for women. We have a beautiful couple coming. My husband and I are doing this retreat. It is all about the fucking yin and yang and balance of life. It is all about healing and letting go of the old. If I'm honest, the word that comes to mind is death. The death and the dying of the old. The letting go of the old shit. The letting go of the shit that holds you down and that does not serve you anymore. The old false bullshit self that you don't want to be anymore. The beliefs, the fucking traumas, the past, all the crap. It's the death of that, right? It's the grieving and the mourning of that. And then it's the void of what are you now? If we take away all the shit and we let go of all the crap we don't want to have and we don't want to be, where are you? Where do you stand? Who the fuck are you? You are a blank canvas or a void. And it's uncomfortable in the void. But guess what happens in the void? Guess what happens on the blank fucking canvas? You can paint and create whatever the fuck you want. And that is so delicious because then the next step and the final step is the rebirth the fucking resurrection, the rebirth. And in the rebirth, you get to decide who the fuck am I? Who do I want to be? How do I want to think? How do I want to feel? What actions do I want to take? What do I want to fucking create? What kind of life do I want to have? What kind of marriage do I want to have? What kind of body do I want to have? What kind of fucking lifestyle do I want? Who the fuck am I? You can be whoever you want to be. You can work wherever you want to work. Do you know what I'm trying to say to you? So this retreat is going to be huge. We're going to go so deep into lots. Um, We're going to have beautiful excursions. Ubud is divine. Uh, $3,800 if you do want to come. $500 deposit. uh, Australian dollars. So if you're American, it's less in American dollars. And six nights. No, six days, five nights. It's going to be fucking awesome. More details at Erica at the Queen of Confidence. You can email me or just go to the website and check it out. So fucking pumped. I love my life. I love that you are here. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time out to chat with me and to listen to me and to fucking send me messages. I read them all. I love you. You are so goddamn important to me. So important to me. I want you to know that. And I hope that this podcast episode serves you. So much love, honey. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your time your ears, your support, your love, your questions, please connect. You can head over to Instagram at the Queen of Confidence or Facebook at the Queen of Confidence and hit me up. Or if you're not on Facebook or Instagram, email me, y'all. My email is erica at thequeenofconfidence.com. I cannot wait to hear from you. I thank you. I love you. This podcast is for you. Go out there and be great, y'all.